they didn't want one, but they didn't have anything to switch out to that they wanted to fit either. So it's such a balance for like. Hey everybody, Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, <laughs> it looks like we may get some more interest rate hikes here. It, that's what I've uh, found out today. Uh, it does look like the interest rates uh, have not, I mean, everybody thought that this last interest rate hike was the last one, uh, but it does look like, uh, according to the New York Fed Reserve President, it looks like... Um, you know, if inflation doesn't come down, they're going to rise again. So get ready for this. And, you know, this is causing a lot of stress in the market. There's not a lot of places to hide. I mean, even even the best areas of the market aren't doing particularly well. And that is a, and that is definitely an issue. Uh, but one area that has been doing well that I want to kind of uh, take a look at here is the area of um, – Again, gold stocks. Uh, not not uh, not that uh, not, not that uh, it's the end all be all, but gold stocks are doing well. And if you could take a look at this graph here, hopefully you can see this on TikTok. The number three area for the last six months, and it's up 19.5 percent year to date, is the mining gold and silver gems area. So this is an area of the market that is doing well. It's one of the few areas that's doing well. Uh, as other areas have just just uh, have just sold off. Another, you know, if you're looking at the market, one of the worst areas are the regional banks. They're probably going to get hit more. But one area that seems to be doing well is the gold and silver mining area. Now, I want to show you the number one stock in this area, and that is a company called Alamos Gold. Now, currently, I don't own this one. But I definitely am looking at it very, very seriously. Why? Because it is looking good. Uh, and, you know, this is one area of the market, uh, gold and silver miners, that have been doing well. This is the chart for AGI, Alamos Gold. And basically what's happened is it's formed a cup. It's coming down in a handle. And, you know, we'll see what happens. The, the, the uh, sales were off a little bit. Today, but in the after hours, it's trading at 13.75 a share, and this is a pretty strong gold miner uh, that uh, that I think bears you know bears looking at. Uh, here's the uh, oops, that's my short for today. <laughs> There's another one also that you might want to take a look at. I haven't really done a lot of research on this one, so I, and in no way am I recommending anything here. But the name of this one is called U.S. Gold Mining. USGO, and that was up today. It was up an incredible two dollars fifty-eight cents a share. Now this is a this is a sixteen-dollar stock, so this was up nineteen percent. There's almost nothing else in the market is doing well. Almost all of the the tech companies are you know are are, are average at best, but this one U.S. Gold Mining symbol USGO. As you can see on this chart, it's a it's a brand new issue. It's up significantly now. Why is this up? Well, I did a little research on this one, and they're going to be opening up a very very large gold mine in Alaska, and I think this is what they call the pebble. They've gotten the go ahead, I believe, for the pebble bed mine. This is one of the largest mines that's been 
that that's that's been put into production in the last oh I guess almost fifty years uh, in Alaska, and this company USGO U.S. Gold Mining is behind it. So if the price of currently it, it takes about a thousand dollars to bring a, uh, an ounce of gold out of the ground. So if the price of gold goes over two thousand dollars, you're going to see a lot of action in this area. So I just wanted to show you this this one here. So so the the um, now if we're looking at t uh, today's markets, and I think we can. I don't know if you can see this on TikTok. Um, on today's market, the markets overall were down. S and P was down about a half a percent, 0.46. Dow Jones down 56, uh, about 1.17, and the NASDAQ about 0.6. So every major index is falling. Again, the news really here is that the Fed Reserve, the, 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 um, the chairman of the Fed is looking at potentially a, um, a, a again, is looking at a, um, uh, interest rate hike, uh, and that is the reason for this. Uh, if inflation does not come down, they're going to raise the rates again. It's already five and a quarter. That will push it up to about five and a half percent. If that's true, you're going to see the value of gold probably go up higher. That's my guess, uh, just because it's you know that's how people are protecting protecting themselves. So that's really the, that's that's really the thing. Now let me show you what I am currently in. Uh, in terms of shares, I am in uh, primarily in the, I mean, actually only in these four. I'm very, very lightly invested in this market. This has been a tough market to trade. I'm in these these names here. Three of them were down today. So obviously I don't have a total crystal ball, but uh, I was on triple flag precious metals. That was down just four cents uh, with on lower volume. Um, I was down a little bit on the trade desk. And I was also down at Intel, just slightly, but uh, definitely down on that. But AEM, which is uh, uh, Aniko Eagle Mines, this is one of the major gold miners in Canada. I was up on that one. So I do think that we're going to see more strength in some of the gold issues. And it's, that's definitely, you know, where I think that, you know, we should be looking. Because, again, it's, it's, a, it's, just, a, it's just a question of, um, you know, of where the strength is in the market. And right now, um, if we go back to the, um, the slide here, uh, for the, where the strength is in the market in the last six months, the top 40 groups have been basically computer software educational, but th that's just recently. There's not a lot in this one. Building residential and commercial, but the, the group that has seen the best kind of overall progress has been this gold and silver miners, it's up 19.5%. Just wanted to show you that because I do think it's, it's sort of important in terms of the market. I definitely think it's important in terms of the market and where it's going. So that's kind of the the, the end-all, be-all there. So let's go and take some of the questions. Also, let's see what else I've got here for you today. Again, two of the stocks that uh, I'm looking at is AGI, that's Alamos Gold, and U.S. Gold. Um U U.S. Gold, U.S.G.O., both of those stocks. Now, U.S.G.O., of course, is a newer stock. A.G.I. is a very established stock. I I don't own either of them, so I just want to be clear on that, but they're both very strong. All right, let's go to some questions. Thank you so much for holding on here. So appreciate it, as always. And let's see from 
Uh, Roman, thank you, Roman, so much. Uh, please do um, uh, bio and TMO. So let's go over to uh, TMO. Let's take a look. This is Thermal Fisher Scientific, of course. Great stock. Um, let's see if I can get behind that. Ugh. Well, trying to get trying to get back on track here. I lost my feed. <laughs> there we go. All right, so let's see if we can get that up for everyone. This is Thermo Fisher Scientific. Um, and basically the situation with this one, oops, come on. Let's pull it over to TikTok. Is what's going on here, of course, is we're down below that 200-day you know we're we're down below the we're down below the 200 day moving average so that is indeed a issue here um again this is this is what's happening to almost all the major stocks this is one of the strongest stocks out there but yet you'll notice that it's below that 200 day line and it's it's starting to lose support here it could low, move as low as is 517 but let's look at the fundamentals on it um checklist is only 44 on this one so you know i just i think you know, technically, this one doesn't look very good. I mean, even though it's close to the tw the the uh, even though it's close to the um, uh, the 21 day moving average, it's still in a downward trend. So I just wouldn't buy this one at all. Uh, I just think it's moving in the wrong direction, and I don't think I don't think it's seen support yet. So, um, you know, there could be a sell off of this one. They they just went through earnings recently. They were down in terms of their change. So basically what's going on here, and if we go over to the fundamentals, let's take a look at the fundamentals here on the fundamental analysis. But on the fundamental analysis, um, last quarter they just reported down, their sales were down 9%, their profits quarter over quarter down 31%. So not looking good. I mean, this is a great company, 28, relative, um, 28 PE ratio, Return on equity is excellent at 22, and the cash flow is strong. But this is the kind of market that we're in. We're in a kind of market that's just punishing everyone, and a lot of a lot of it has to do with the uncertainty in the interest rates, and that's kind of what's happening here. And one of the one of the things with the uncertainty in the interest rates is the fact that you know anytime the Fed is raising those rates, it's going to hurt any company pretty much that's selling out there. Now, one of the areas that it's not going to hurt, obviously, is the gold miners. Why? Because the gold miners are not selling to the, the they're not selling to the pe people. They're really selling to central banks. Central banks are buying gold, primarily in Asia. And the, they, the interesting thing about central banks is they buy the physical gold. They do not buy the stock in the miners. So the miners basically have the same costs and as the the price of gold goes up and it has been going up if it moves above 2000 then you're going to see these mining stocks do very well why because their costs stay the same but yet their gold that they're pulling out of the ground is exponentially more valuable typically in canada they're looking at about a thousand dollars 
uh, to pull an ounce of gold out of the ground. That's their cost. And if they go, uh, so if, so obviously as it goes up, these companies become more profitable. So that's kind of the, the end-all, be-all. But Thermofish is scientific. Great company here. Again, great company, but not, you know, but not now. It's just, it's just not, um, it, it's just, it's just not doing well. Um, and that's just, the, that's just the long and the short of it. I mean, uh, that's long and the short of it. Let's look at um, BIO as well for Roman. That's a, that's a good one as well. Look like BIO. And that is BioRed Labs, another great company, very profitable in the, in the past. But again, problems with the profitability. Why? Because the interest rates, the interest rates are just killing all of these companies. As you can see, let's take a look at BioRad here. BioRad um, basically making a move down, um, uh, basic, basic, basically making a move down. And it's, it's trading, at least in the, in the, in the weekly chart, below the 40-week line. So let's take a look at the daily chart to see if there's any, any better news there. Again, not really, not really any better news here. We're seeing an awful lot of selling going on. They did, again, they, disappointing earnings, down 33%. Their relative strength is 22. This is underperforming the market. Definitely, if you, if you were in this one, I think I would be seller. Why? Because we had, uh, you know, this, this is losing its traction. And I definitely think that, you know, unfortunately, this one is probably headed lower. Now, when, when this happens, many times we have opportunities to short this one. We, we may have an opportunity to short that. Typically, the high flyers in the past tend to be some of the best shorts. Let's take a look to see if we can even consider uh, shorting this. Let's take a look at the at the chart to see if it's got a decent chart. Well, it's not quite there yet, but it's looking starting to look like it. You know, if we were to go back and let's take a look here. Um, basically, BioRad has been on a decline since September of 21. This is really when the market broke lower, and then basically it bounced. Um, you know, basically at the end of the year, we we had we had this we had this run up, which was nice. Then it's just flatlined, and now with the with the with the with the with the poor um, with with the news on the earnings, it just fell off the cliff. And this is the weekly chart. So, what I would do this potentially is a short if it can rally to about three seventy five. We could potentially short it here, and why? Because well, that's how it works. You want to take a former leader, and that's where you want to short it. So let's go to the monthly chart and kind of show you kind of what's going on here in terms of this stock. What's happened, of course, is that we it peaked here, it came down, and then we rallied, and now it's trying to hold on and you know to about uh, uh, to about this level. So. Uh, where you could potentially short it would be about 396 or so. If it rallies back up to that low level, then I think this is a potentially a short. And the reason I do is because, again, former leader, good stock, but these are the, typically the ones that usually have the worst, that, they, that, that fall the hardest. Uh, again, lots of selling coming in. This is institutional selling. And let's just take a look to see kind of what's going on in terms of the uh, sector that we're in. The sector is poor. It's uh, 156 out of 197. So that's not looking good. It's a huge sector of the market, you know, for, uh, you know, 45 
trillion dollars. So it's a huge sector. This is the medical research equipment area. Great company, but the but the market just isn't being uh, cooperative with it. It's got a checklist of 33%. I never buy these, but this is starting to look like a potential short. Why? Because, well, if you look at it, we're 47% below the pivot, and it made the pivot basically a little over a year and a half ago is when it it, it peaked at 689. So 689 is the pivot. So if it can rally to about 400 or so, that may be a place that we could potentially short it. Um, and But I wouldn't short it at this level. I would wait for the market to improve a little bit on it, and then that's where I would do it. So let's go back to the weekly chart and show you kind of where I'm potentially looking at a short. And I always like to short. I usually like to look at the weekly chart to when I'm shorting. Why? Because that is going to give us a better look to, to a C. Where I, where I do believe it needs to be to short is it needs to come up to where it, it lost its uh, lost its way. And that was at 38 and 392.18. So that's where I would probably put a limit in order in to short it. I'm, I'm interested in possibly shorting Biorad because of this. But interesting chart. And thank you very, very much for that. And uh, we'll go back and uh, take another question. Thank you so very much. Um, all right. Look, thoughts on Valet. Uh, mining sector bullish. Absolutely. The mining sector is bullish long term. The only thing about Valet is it's not in the primary. The best part of the, the, the mining market is not the copper miners, which which is which Valet is. Um, you know, it's a very, very large copper mining company. The biggest area in the miners is the gold and silver miners. They're different. Now, it is true. Uh, companies like uh, Freeport McMoran, F, uh, um, uh, uh, Freeport McMoran is a copper miner, but they do mine gold. So when you're mining copper, you're going to get some gold. But primary, the primary focus of Valet is a ch it's Chilean and it's a it's a it's a copper miner. So good good company. Just it's the kind of company that I think you have to be a little bit concerned about. It's not the it's not the most active area. So let's look at Valet V A L E on the live chart. And I'm going to go over here to the daily live chart. Okay, let's look at it. There we go. All right, so Valet, um, you know, we're definitely up after hours. See, this is the difference. You can see how this is pulled below. The 50-day the line is, is, is getting ready to cross the 200-day line. This is essentially the death cross. As you can see, we've had a trend. We've had a downward trend. So even though the relative strength is moving up, we still have weakness in the stock. Let's compare this to one of the top mining stocks that's in the gold and silver area. This is a, of course, um, th this Valet, and let's do this since the first of the year. Um, Valet is, is, is since the first of the year, and then let's look at one of the stocks that I'm holding right now called AEM, which is uh, Anglo, uh, which is um, which is the Canadian major gold miner and you can see how much better uh, some of these stocks are doing so let's put that up for everybody online 
just pull this comparison up here. There we go. Here's the comparison between um, here's the comparison between the two different miners. Mining is definitely the right sector to be in, but all miners are not created equal. The gold miners are doing better than the copper miners. Valet, of course, is a copper miner, whereas AEM is a, a gold and silver miner. Now, this is as of let's let's do this as of the uh, the first of the year to kind of give you a better look-see at it. If you invested uh, basically on January, see that, did that do that right? Uh, okay, so uh, let's go to 0101. There we go. Okay, so if we go really from the, the first of the year through uh, today, if we started with $100, we would be up about 15% on Valet, and we would be, I mean, we would be up about 15, uh, 15% on AEM, and we'd be down about 15% on Valet. So this gives you the idea, this gives you the, the look. So here's the thing, it's not just the mining sector that we have to worry about, it's the gold mining sector that's doing better. So I really appreciate that, um, I really appreciate that, um, that comment because they're, they're just not created equal, unfortunately. Um, all right, let's take a look at some of the uh, people coming in from TikTok. Thank you very much. What stock is this? We were just doing, by the way, uh, Tandon, um, uh, um, we were just doing Valet, which is a V-A-L-E, which, which is a copper mining stock, and then we were doing AEM, which is a gold mining stock, and the gold mining stock was doing a little bit better than that. So thank you so much for that question. Um, let's see. Uh, Valet is, is iron ore mainly. Yeah, it is. It, and again, the problem with iron ore, the problem with copper, the problem with all of these other metals except for gold and silver is that they – in a high inflation market, they do go up. It's true. There is, is a good area. But if industrial production is lower, if industrial production is lower, the demand for raw steel is lower, the demand for raw copper is lower. But if we have inflation and we have central banks buying gold, and that's what's going on right now, there is demand for the gold stocks, uh, the gold miners. And they are definitely a different category. Then. But I really appreciate that, um, um, uh, Carts guy. I can think that's it. Yeah, Vola. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Some growth stocks are still going good. Palantir. Yeah, um, it is true. Palantir had a tremendous move up today. The reason is people are following AI, uh, and that definitely is true. But they're they're the, overall the markets are down. I mean, I hate to I hate to be that way. I I'm not trying to be negative here. But overall, the market's down. Um, Palantir is essentially, you know, becoming a penny stock. It is pulled below, and let's take a look at Palantir because that's a really good. Um, that's that's a that's a really good uh, one to, to 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 look at. So let's let's do that real quick, and let's see if I can go over to the charts for. Um, oh, that's the wrong one. Get rid of that. Okay, so so let's go over to Palantir. 
And it did it did gap up today, which is good. But the problem with Palantir, and I and I've I've been trading Palantir. I was trading it back when it was when it was a lot more viable than it is now. If we look at the chart on Palantir, um, we did have a gap up today. Very nice little very very nice gap up here uh, today. But but look at where it is. It today right before the gap up, right before the the earnings. And by the way, the earnings were up one fifty nine. Um, we were below the 200-day line. So I am not convinced that we are out of the woods on Palantir. But if we draw a reversal line, Palantir is definitely in an upward trend. So that's a good thing. It moved from a, a, a downward trend to an upward trend today. That is a good thing. Relative strength is strong at 91, which is very good. But the checklist is terrible. It's 56. I mean, I wish I could like this more, but I'm afraid it is just not it needs to get stronger. Here's the problem with Palantir. It's fallen so much that now it's under now it's under $10 a share. The problem with the stock that's under $10 a share for investing for investment grade is well, the problem is this. Most funds will not buy anything below $10. So right now this is not institutionally uh, that doesn't mean that institutions aren't in this. That doesn't mean that funds aren't in this, but this isn't institutionally investable right now. That's a problem. And so until it gets over $10 a share, until it moves up beyond this consolidation, I don't think we can, I don't think we can touch it, sadly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we can touch it, sadly. I would love to because I like the stock. I like the story, and I've traded it before. But if, if you just look at the stock overall, and I typically like to buy an upward trend, uh, we just haven't been successful here uh, with this one. If you look at that over time, you know, and I don't think you can see this totally on TikTok, but we have gone from basically, you know, we, we have we have gone from a high of over $40 a share to where it is now. So it's lost 75% of its value really since it came out. Even though it had, even though it had a very nice quarter with good earnings. So in a, until it turns, I'm going to probably say pass on this one, unfortunately, unfortunately. So, okay, let's see. Um, what, um, what's your usual stop loss in this market? Yeah, this is a tough market. Um, here's the thing. Here's what I do with stop losses, just so everybody will know. Um, in this market, I, I, I don't like to lose any more than about 4% on the market. This is why I get stopped out so very often. This is why I'm getting this is why I'm getting stopped out so much because, you know, and that's why and that's why my my um you know my my uh, my my holdings are changing. Why? Because well, I I don't want to risk it. Typically, if I enter a position on a pullback or possibly uh, you know cup with handle or something like that, I'm putting my stop loss in like four percent below where I bought it. And sometimes I can get shaken out very very quickly. The reason I do this, even though it's it's annoying is because, well, because in this market, if it gaps down, and it and they can, because this is not a healthy market, if it gaps down, you know, then you're you're in a you're in a world of world of hurt. So four and a half percent is where I like to be in terms of um in, in terms of market in this in this market. So um you know four and a half percent so negative four point five percent um, below, 
supply point equals stop loss. So, so that's kind of um, so that so that's where I'm putting that's 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 where I'm putting my stop loss. So, you know, basically five point four point five percent below the buy point is 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 the stop loss. Not not that not. I'm sorry. I should say buy point. That's 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 incorrect. Of where I bought it. Not not the buy point because the buy point is a different terminology. But below where I buy it, four point five percent, I have a hard stop loss, and it's a market stop loss. Why? Because well, because this is a tough market, and you don't want if you get something on a gap down, you don't want to. Yeah, you just don't want to do that. So it's just tough. <laughs> just tough. All right, Drunk Squidward, thank you so much. Um, is DraftKings a buy with great earnings? Well, the problem is we're in a we're in a market that is not rewarding earnings as much as it needs to, I think. But, it, you know, let's take a look at DraftKings, DKNG. Uh, I like DraftKings, too, and I've traded this one as well. I'm not currently in it. Um, I do think it's a, it's a good stock, and, you know, it has a lot of potential. So I'm not writing it off by any stretch of the imagination. But right now, you know, unfortunately, in this kind of market, we are just way above the – we're, we're, we're way above the buy point. The buy point basically 24, you know, 2462 right here. So that's the buy point. And we're extended above that. This thing looks like it's pulling back a little bit, kind of like a cup with a handle. So here's what I would do. I wouldn't buy this on a market order. I definitely think you could possibly buy it, but I would buy it on a pullback possibly to the 10-day line. So if we if you get this thing to pull back to the 10-day line, I think we could possibly buy it, but primarily we shouldn't buy this thing over the 21 day line. So what I would do if I wanted to get into DraftKings was I would set a limit order to buy at 2161. Now you may have to wait a long time for that. It may not pull back to that level, but I wouldn't buy it this far above where the buy point is. Why? Because, well, this is a tough market and it's very likely you don't want to be buying extended in this market. Uh, so even with great earnings, I wouldn't buy this thing unless it pulled back to the 21-day line, and that's about 21. So even even though this has had great earnings, and let's take a look at the fundamentals here. I mean, look at this. They just came through earnings. Their, their sales are up 84%, which is terrific. But here's the problem. They're still losing money, 0.51. So they're still, their cash flow is still negative. So this is still a growth stock, and this market is punishing growth stocks even if they have earnings the the pe ratio is 168 186 which is you know for growth stock it's not i and i don't worry about that in a normal market in a normal market where we were trending higher this would be i would be buying this all day long why because we wouldn't have to worry about the pe ratio but in this kind of market where we're not getting that kind of um you know, we're just we're just not we're just not getting that kind of um, of a of a, of a pop. Um, you know, we have to worry about it, and that is making it so that you know it it's a tough it's a tough road. Why? Because well, because that it just it just is. So uh, again, I would I wouldn't buy this. You know, I would only buy this after earnings, and we have come through earnings. So we're definitely there, but um, I would wait for a pullback on this one. I would not buy this at this at the high, at this level. It's extended. What I think is going to happen is we're going to pull down. 
possibly to write about here, which is the 21-day line. This is where I would be buying DraftKings if I were going to buy it. Now, I think DraftKings is a good is a good is a good stock. I mean, look at this checklist, 89%. So this is super. The only problem is um, the rating on the EPS. Everything else is looking really good on this. Relative strength is 98. But the problem is, and the reason I wouldn't buy it here, is it is extended. So what's going to happen is there's good, it, it did pop on earnings, you can see, but then <laughs> it sold off. So this is going to pull back, I think, probably to the 21-day line. If this can pull, pull back to the 21-day and test, this is probably a buy. But right now, you just have to watch list this. So, you know, I would wait. I would, I would um, you know, I would watch list this one. Um, you know, so I would watch list and wait for a 21-day line pullback to buy. So that's what I would that that's what I would do. I mean, I would just watch this one, wait for the twenty-one day line to buy this. That's where I would be buying this one, DraftKings. And the twenty-one day line currently uh, on this stock is the, the twenty-one day line at the stock is um, is <laughs> is twenty-one sixty-one. So here's what I would do: if I was interested in buying this stock, I would set a limit order to buy at twenty-one sixty-one, but I wouldn't buy above this because of it being extended. But that's a great, great question, and uh, really, really appreciate it. All right, let's look at AMD. This is for um, this, this is, this is for our friends on TikTok. So let's jump on over to um, AMD here real quick. Okay, AMD. This is one of my favorite stocks. I don't, I'm not in it, unfortunately. Um, the chip sector has been showing some strength. That's one of the reasons I did make a long-term buy on Intel. I mean, Intel, basically the company is sick. They're laying off people, but I think long-term it has some, it, it has some juice. Here's, this is the reason, this is the reason, like we were talking about DraftKings, here's the reason why you don't want to, you don't want to buy extended. You want to buy very, very close to this buy point if it is, if, if you can. On, on um, AMD, the price is 88.94. Okay. Well, we came through that. We came through that nice in the in the beginning of March, uh, and then we came all the way up here to 102. This is where it met resistance. This is where uh, this is this is where AMD met resistance, and it got it it got it, it it hit the ceiling. Then it pulled all the way back, all the way down to the 50-day line. The correct buy point on this again would have been right about at the 21-day line. So. The correct buy point on this one, and I think this is a great stock. It does have my minimum on the checklist of 67, but still very good. But the but the place you could have bought it would have been about 90.04. Now we're only 5.6% above the 21-day line, so potentially you could buy it here. But here's what I would do. Here's what I would do if I were going to buy this one, and I'm not in it right now. I would wait for a pullback to about 93. 39 that's where i would that's where i would that's where i wait for the pullback if it pulls back to there then you could probably buy it but you have to be able to buy it within five percent of the 21 day line if you don't you're going to buy it extended And in this market unfortunately that could be a very very bad thing uh just because even you you pick the right stock and you don't buy it right and 
you know, you're, you're stuck. I mean, that just stuck. That's, that just stinks, but that's sort of the way it is. All right. Let's look at Twilio. This is an interesting stock too. Again, uh, very interesting. Uh, if you haven't used it, uh, T-W-L-O, I think is the symbol. Let's see. I have to, I have to go, uh, find out what the symbol is for Twilio. I have I have not traded this one. Um, okay, it's TWLO. That's my mistake. Okay, TWLO on the stock. Uh, TWLO is the symbol for Twilio. There we go, Twilio. And as you can see, like many software stocks, and this is true for the whole market, as interest rates go up, we're we're in the situation where we're going to see you know just you know, stocks are being punished. Currently, it's 48 after hours, and they had bad earnings. So this actually may be setting up as a short, believe it or not. Let's zoom in a little bit on this to see. Uh, let's just kind of take a look and see kind of what's going on in terms of its action. Yeah, and so what happened is we came all the way down here. Um we came all the way down here right before earnings at about 52, um, you know, 52. And then we, 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 uh, we went all the way up to 56, but look at this, look at how much it's punished. See, this is the problem in this market. It, after earnings, look at that. It's at 48 after hours. It's down 14%. This is going to gap down tomorrow. This is going to gap down tomorrow. So, We've got to be very careful here. This is this we could possibly. Here's the thing: if you want to make a little quick money on this one, what you can do is, in the first few minutes of the open, it's going to gap down. It's going to pull way down here to about 48. You can then buy it as it comes down, and then it will it will move up and then sell it. But it's it's not an easy maneuver to do. But Twilio is getting punished. Again, they didn't make their number, and look at that. So we're all the way down. Look at look at where look at where we are. We're all the way down in the after hours trading. We're all the way down to um, you know to about forty eight. So let's you know. So that just doesn't look good um, at all. So uh, would I buy this? Absolutely not. The earnings were terrible. Well, they weren't terrible, but they were just not good enough. And this is what's happening in this market. It's just stocks are being punished. So if we can track the price, we can kind of take a look. But this is where forty, this is where forty-eight is. It's right here. So it's it's you know it's it's very it's going to pull back tomorrow. There's going to be a there's going to be a um, there's going to be pullback tomorrow. Interest. Look at this. Look at this interesting thing. It was all up in the it's up in the pre it was up in the after it was up in the pre market to fifty-six, and it went down almost fourteen percent. So this is going to gap down tomorrow. People were betting on Twilio. They thought it was going to be a good earnings. It wasn't, and it wasn't good enough. And uh, it was. This is why. This is why trading uh, in this market near earnings is is not a very good thing. This is why you really need to be up about ten percent going into earnings. Um, now, this is amazing though. Even though we had an increase in sales. And we, we went positive for the first time. This is coming from zero. We're still underrated in this market. 
So the PE ratio is still not. So even though these sales were good, it wasn't good enough. So what I think is going to happen, well, I think it's going to pull back. And the after hours numbers are showing it. It's already down to 48. And this may have been, may have been a lot of reasons for this, but I wouldn't touch this one right now. It's radioactive. So that's my opinion. <laughs> what top three sectors are you bullish on besides the gold miners? Well, right now I'm trying to find a sector that I can really fall in love with. I do like some of the fabulous semiconductors. I do like some of the fabulous semiconductors, but I can hardly, um, you know, that that area I do like. The problem is the market has been punishing them, but let's go to the fabulous semis because I definitely think that's a good place to be. Let's look at Intel just because it's not normally I wouldn't in a normal market. I would not be buying this market. I would be not be buying Intel. Uh, but let's look at the semiconductors overall, and uh, I think you can see it. Let's see it go there. Okay. So currently, um, you know, we do have the semis. I do like the semis. It's this this area of the market is basically. Let's see if I can get it. Let's let's see if I can go to one of my favorite stocks, STM. This is ST Micro, and this is starting to. Now, the semis are 71 out of 197, which is not terrible, but it's not great either. Um, I do like this one, ST Micro. You can see that it's fallen from 53 all the way down to the 200-day to the line, but it does look like it's bouncing at the 200-day line, but the relative strength is going down. So I wouldn't even buy this one, unfortunately. It's just... The, the industry and sector right now is not the best. If we go to the if we go to the areas of the market that have been performing the best, um, I think that's what we got. I think that's where we have to look. And and basically, let's go there. Basically, it's these sectors. Um, you know, again, you know, I, I I talk about the gold miners all the time. The shoe apparel area, and this is particularly a company called On On which is quite good as well. So the, the, the apparel shoes and retail are good. So one of the other stocks that is doing quite well, and I don't know why shoes are doing well, but On On is a Swiss manufacturer of shoes, and that is doing well, and that is one of the areas of the market. It's come up from this $24 buy point up above, and now it's extended but if it pulls back to the 21-day line, that's potentially where you could buy it. It's forming a handle here. It's not really a cup with handle, but it, it is above. It's, it's up year-to-date 17%, which is pretty excellent. Um, the, the, it's got a 100% checklist. This is, this is another thing that I'm looking for. I'm looking for strength. So shoe and apparel is an area that I do like. Shoe and apparel is the area I do like. If we look at the, if we look at the rankings... This is number three. So gold is number gold mining is number two. I like I like this one apparel because it does have it does have some good 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 um, good stocks in it. But not everything is good in this sector. So if we go to the sector, you can see it has been pulling back. But if we look at the kind of the you know the stocks that are that are in the group. Obviously, Nike is number one. I'm not as interested in that, but Decker's and On On these are these are also have pretty good pretty good charts. Decker's, take a look at this one. This is good. This is a good chart. Quite expensive though. I mean, I'm telling you, Decker's Outdoor. This is a four five hundred dollar stock. 
So I'm not going to be buying a lot of this one, but it's pulled back down to the down to the um, the 21 day line and it's getting support there. So that one's quite good. Uh, and but the but the store of the show really is on on, and that's in the apparel shoe area. So that isn't that is an area that I do like uh, as a sector. If we go back and take a look at some of the other ones that that are potentially potentially good, the internet content area is good. Now I have some uh, I, I have some TTD the trade desk. And this internet content area I like as well. So let's take a look at TTD. That's another area that I do like right now. Let's look at TTD. It's called The Trade Desk. That's the name of the company. Uh, what they do is they place ads, kind of like Google does, but not on, but on other people's websites. So it's Facebook, Google, and The Trade Desk, kind of in this area. This has got a relative strength of 95 which is quite good, and it's in this. It it uh, it it moved up through this cup and handle. It's sort of it's it's sort of moving moving slowly higher. I do like this one a lot. Um, checklist is definitely you know it's not as good as on on, but it's seventy eight percent, so that's pretty decent. If we look at the twenty one day line, it's close enough to buy at three point three percent. I typically would like to see it closer, but that's not bad. This company is up after hours, so this is another area that I do like. So basically, the areas that I'm liking in the market, um, you know, the, 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 areas, the areas that I'm liking in the market are the gold miners, the uh, shoes, and the internet content. So this is kind of where I've been looking based on my research for the, you know, this is, this is where I've been looking for the strength is in these, is, is in these three areas. I really appreciate the, uh, I really appreciate the, uh, the question. So one last question. We've been kind of going along here. Thank you very much for everything. Um, and uh, we did a uh, trade desk earnings tomorrow. Yeah, trade desk is, is up for tomorrow. That's right. Uh, trade desk is up for tomorrow. I think they're going to have fairly decent in er earnings. Um, I am holding a position in it through earnings. Um, you know, and we'll see if that makes any sense. But uh, I do think that they probably will have pretty good earnings. Let's take a look at the trade desk. That will sort of be the last stock for the day. I want to I look at the weekly chart on it just to see kind of, you know, where they've been and where they're going on that and let's go over to flip the camera there for everybody on TikTok and jump on over to uh the the jump on oops I don't want to do that <laughs> there we go that's a lot better so you can actually see it um so basically this is looking at the um at, at the weekly chart we're, we're, we're moving very nicely, and it does look like we've got it in one day. It does look like it's up after hours, so the trade decks looks pretty good. Uh, it was up today about 2%, and then in the after-hours market, it's also up, so that's, that's a good sign, but we're coming into earnings, so I don't know if I would start a position here, but if we go to the daily chart, it's a cup with handle, uh, barely, <laughs> barely. Uh, it's sort of a very shallow cup, 
very, very shallow cup with handle formation. And so the buy point on this one, 66.35. Um, if we have good earnings and it moves above 66.35 on volume, this is a buy as well. So those are the three areas that I really like the best. Thank you, everybody, so much for taking a look at the show today. By the way, if you're not already a member of the Dell of Dallas Trading Floor, please, and I didn't get to everybody, unfortunately. I wish I did. Um, but if you if you don't, please, please, please smash the like button. It really helps me get out there and I'll subscribe to the YouTube channel if you can. But smash that like button. Uh, that's a small smash. I want the big smash. There we go. There's the big smash for the like. So please like the please like it. That helps me a lot. So smash the like button and also subscribe to the um, subscribe to the email list www.dallastradingfloor. And I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, if everything goes right. Uh, at um, I'll be I'll be back at uh, um, at uh, five o'clock. And thank you so much for your great questions. And uh, right now the market is tough to trade. We are in a situation where you need to be very light. You need to be at least 50% in cash. And, um, you know, you just need to be about 50% in cash. So try not to be overexposed to this market. It's still, it, it's it's in a decline right now. That's why it's tough to trade. So you want to be only in the strongest stocks that you possibly can get in, in the strongest areas. And again, uh, those areas, I believe, are the gold miners, the shoe and apparel, and the internet content, at least for right now. So those are the three that I'm kind of focusing on uh, because that's where I see the strength. But you want to stay pretty much in cash. The market's tough right now. And so you want to be, you don't want to be too exposed to the market. All right, I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so, so much. Uh, as always, please tell your friends about the show. I definitely need more viewers. I mean, I've got a lot of viewers thanks to you, but I need more. And if you could help me out, that would be wonderful. Uh, until uh, tomorrow, everybody, happy trading.